Hey guys, uh, it's Hayes again. Today is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode than usual because I'm not going to be interviewing anyone, but I'm thinking I start a new segment called What I Wish I Knew, where every couple episodes, if I can't find someone to interview that week, I talk about something that I wish I knew before my eating disorder so I didn't have to wait until I had to leave school and go to go to a rehab outpatient thing at home and miss a lot of my freshman year. So this could probably save you a little bit of grief, hopefully. Um, today I'm going to talk about how the BMI is complete and utter bullshit. Like it is It is such bullshit that it isn't even real. It was pulled out of an astronomer's ass in the 1800s. Not a physician. No, an astronomer. So before I get all into this, I will say this is probably going to piss off some people. I've talked about the BMI before and they're... It's it's very hard to find a proper measurement of health. Um... And I think it's very important to note that obesity is a problem and it is a thing. But if the BMI tells you you are obese, it doesn't necessarily mean you have obesity. You know, it it doesn't, your weight does not determine your health. And I think that is very important. Um, There's a correlation between weight and health. If you are overweight, there's a big, there's a big chance you are unhealthy. But it's very important to recognize that correlation does not equal causation. Um, and there there are separate differences. You talk to an athlete, you talk to a bodybuilder, their BMI will tell them that they are overweight because it doesn't take into uh, it doesn't take into account body composition. So I feel like that is very important to recognize. It simply is your weight compared to your height and nothing more. Um And I get really riled up about this topic. And I think it's very important that people understand it. It's literally, it's not, it's, it's not a determinant of your health. And, um, for many years, the BMI ruled my life. I would weigh myself. I knew exactly how my height and, and I would go and check my BMI. And at my lowest, I was considered healthy and I was the farthest from healthy at that point in my life. So what I'm going to do today is I wrote an article about this. Uh, I'm not going to read it directly out. I'm going to use it to guide me through this um, this podcast today. Um, but yeah, so I think it's important to talk about when I was first introduced to the BMI. I think I was around like 10 or 12, somewhere in that range, like right before you're like going into middle school You know, you're starting to go through puberty, all this important stuff. And it was the first time that I went into the doctor's office alone. So my grandma was out in the waiting room. I was so excited. Um, And I got weighed. And the doctor um, or the physician's assistant had said to me that I should keep an eye on my weight. Because according to the BMI, I was overweight. Now, you're saying this to a 10-year-old, 12-year-old, 11-year-old, something around there, just started getting her period, is going through puberty, her weight is fluctuating from hormones, everything, an active 
child who plays every sport, who runs around, and you're going to tell that child without any adult there that they should keep an eye on their weight at such a transformative period in their life. I think that's utter bullshit. Um, But that was the first time that I've heard of the VMI. And that was the first time that I was really hyper aware of my weight. You know, I've always been like, oh, maybe I have a little more baby fat or I didn't even notice that. It was just it was all of a sudden like, oh, like my weight matters, if that makes sense. And in that 10 to 12 year old range, it just seems very ridiculous for an active child who does not have blatant health issues related to their weight. So, um, of course, as a child who is you know, wanted to fit in with their peers. I was like super hyper aware, hyper aware of my weight now and how that could set me apart from my peers. And more than that, that was the first time that a number on the scale was indicative of my health. And that was all based on the BMI. So if you don't know what the BMI is, the body mass index is calculated using a ratio from your height to your weight, which is what I was saying earlier. And it has five categories, underweight, normal, overweight, obese, and morbidly obese. So in turn, society has utilized the BMI as an indicator of one's like quote unquote fatness and their overall health. But the the question is, is this accurate? Where did this come from? Um, and, and does this, is this indicative of my health? So my personal answer is no. That is my opinion. And I drew my opinion from facts. Um, And I'm going to lay out those facts for you today. And we'll see how you feel at the end of it. If not, I hope you learned something. And so, yeah, let's get into it. So it started early 1800s with this guy named Adolf Quitlet. Quitlet? Quitlet? I don't know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I can't pronounce anything. But let's just say Mr. Adolf decided that, you know, him being a mathematician and an astronomer was actually really intrigued of the human body. And his focus was not obesity, but he wanted to fit an equation around the characteristics of the normal man of the 1800s. Okay, so let's let's break this down. So 1800s, 1800s, normal man. So I don't know if you knew this in the 1800s, society was very different than then. You know, we didn't have the same focus on workouts and body shape. We didn't have this focus around foods. A lot of foods that we know now were not introduced in this period of time. And a lot of people, um, you know, use the argument of like, oh, well, that's that's where we should be. You know, we should practice the food that uh, and food um behaviors that our ancestors have when in reality yes those were healthy habits to live by then but now we live in a completely different world we have access to so many different things and the mental impact that it has on people to restrict severely has more of a negative impact than you would think more negative than a positive again my opinion but um back to the point Adolf decided he's going to find that normal man. And he was like, oh, when people get older, they grow taller and they weigh more. You know, like a grown man doesn't weigh the same as a newborn baby. 
So he was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So that was one of the several characteristics studied by him. Um, so regardless, the 200 years ago, the government around the world had issues deciding on how to allocate resources. And so they're like, oh, this guy's Belgian astronomer. Yeah, he has some cool ideas on the ideal man. So what if we use this BMI to be indicative of how to allocate resources? You know, because like this really fat person just shouldn't have that much food. Like whatever. It totally made sense 200 years ago. Um, now with the um, Affordable Care Act, that is illegal. Um, you cannot be denied health insurance or anything like that by having um, based on your BMI. Um, but it do, it is indicative of certain things that you can have access to, like insurance covering ga- uh, gastric bypass surgery um, and other dietary um, therapies and stuff like that. But that's a side note. Um, so uh, quote unquote, and this is from one of the websites that I will be linking into the show notes. Uh, the government said that it seemed like a logical, quote, quick hack, quote, end quote, to measure the levels of health in the general public. So following World War II, which was nearly 100 years later, the rise in cardiovascular diseases and diabetes led to health officials searching for a cure or a cause. And again, back to that correlation and causation, they found that correlation in weight in cases of diabetes and CVD. And CVD is cardiovascular disease. So then they were like, oh, this astronomer guy, let's go back to that. Let's go back to what he was saying, because like there is a correlation, right? We got weight and height. I mean, that's a that's an easy thing to use. So, you know, 1900s were like, let's go back to the 1800s and use that shit. Um, So they adopted it and they renamed it the body mass index. So to sum it all up, (laughs) The BMI is a 200-year-old math project that people never really replaced because officials needed a quick explanation for health issues, and it has not been updated. So um, I wrote this in my article. This is word for word. But if you think about it, does it make sense to be using a tool created in the 1800s or their definition of health? In the 1800s, just so you guys know, a typewriter was created. Now we have laptops wireless keyboards and computers so with all the technology that we have today why hasn't an updated bmi um come forward it's completely possible and health has an entirely new meaning so when we talk about health what does that mean so we have various different models of health but the bmi falls into what we call a medical model so what a medical model looks up to sum the gist of it up Uh, It says that if there is something physically wrong, you are unhealthy. So that's pretty much black and white thinking. Like um, if you are like physically like sick, then you are unhealthy. If you physically are overweight, then you are unhealthy. But we know now that health has such a broader meaning. And just one thing like that is not indicative of your overall health. So the push towards mental health proves that someone can be mentally ill but physically show no signs of sickness. The alternative models of health came forward, such as the socioeconomic model, the social model, the psychological model, and these all highlight different aspects and definitions um, of health. And we now know that health is made up by 
social factors, psychological factors, environment factors, physical factors, spiritual factors, intellectual factors. There are so many things that go into your health beyond what your weight is, which is why the BMI being indicative and categorizing people into these different health, um, whatever categories, it's not accurate. It's not true. And it's really honestly a toxic way to think about things. Um, so we now know that the body mass index does not either, um, it also does not consider someone's ratio of fat to muscle. So the first thing someone says when, you know, the doctor says you're overweight is, oh yeah, well muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, it does. In fact, um, the density of fat is 0.9 grams per milliliter, while muscle is 1.1 grams per milliliter. So yeah, it, it does weigh more, um, does weigh more grams per milliliter, which makes sense. The density change means that although one pound of fat obviously equals one pound of muscle, one milliliter of fat weighs differently than one milliliter of muscle. For example, let's say you have, okay, my favorite, um, not metaphor, I don't know how to, my brain is not working today. My favorite thing to say though is we have two plastic bags. One is filled with M&Ms and the other is filled with marshmallows. Now, hypothetically, imagine the number of marshmallows and the number of M&Ms are the same. Both are part of the same family, candy, but which is going to weigh more? The bag of M&Ms. Why? Because M&Ms are denser. Now, imagine you change the numbers of M&Ms and marshmallows in each bag. So now they weigh exactly the same. The bag of M&Ms and the bag of marshmallows are going to be completely different shapes. The weight and size of both bags are the same, but the shape and component of that space varies. So you think of two people that are going to be the same height and the same weight. They could have completely different body types and states of health. Thus, weight compared to height is not indicative of a level of fatness or a person's health. So when the doctor told me I was overweight at 10 years old, I played 10 to 12. I'm, again, I don't know what year it was. I played soccer, softball. I did gy- uh, gymnastics. I look back at my health re- records. My vitals were perfect. The biggest health thing I had was asthma. I had 20-20 vision. I had almost perfect hearing. I didn't have great hearing. Um, I was very healthy. My hair was healthy. My skin was healthy. I could eat pretty much everything. I was okay, strong, and healthy. After that appointment, that's when I started my first diet. And it's so sad to say that, but it is. It's true. Um, I tried so hard to lose weight, and I didn't I didn't know how. And I remember sneaking into my parents' bathroom all in middle school to weigh myself. And I would brag when I was lighter, and I would cry when I was heavier, and In middle school, I stopped weighing myself like when I got to like seventh and eighth, which is great. But at that time, I actually um, developed bulimia for the first time. And when high school came around, I was healthier for a small period of time, but that did not last. Um, And in fact, when sophomore year year hit, I looked in the mirror and I looked at my tall, lean peers and my doctor told me that I should start losing my baby fat soon. So when these comments were all being made, um, I just was overly aware of my weight. And I, like I said earlier, I was obsessed with looking at my BMI 
And so then I made the biggest mistake and I stopped eating. At first, you know, people were impressed by my weight loss. You know, friends worshipped me. Even then, people would mention, hey, like, the hardest part of weight loss is keeping off the weight. So I started over-exercising. Now, you could see how, I'm not going to say specific numbers. I feel like that can be really triggering because numbers are going to be different for every person. But when I weighed my lowest weight, the BMI stated I was normal, idea, or healthy. Idea, oh my God, ideal or healthy. However, during this time, my reproductive system shut down. My stomach could not break down food the same. Gluten, dairy, everything would make my stomach hurt. My hair started falling out. Bulimia had gotten so bad that I would throw up blood sometimes. My immune system crashed. I always had a cold. I always felt sickly. I always felt fatigued. And my body could not regulate its temperature properly. I was always freezing. Is this healthy? Well, according to the BMI, yeah, it was. It stated I was normal. It was I was ideal. I was healthy. I was had a great weight. In turn, I was labeled all those things. I was labeled as normal, ideal, healthy, and nobody questioned anything. None of my doctors did at all. So now I'm 20 and I lift weights five days a week. I walk 30 minutes a day. Um, I am significantly heavier than I was at my lowest. And according to the body mass index, I'm obese. But what does that mean? Because obesity has been considered a disease as of 1960, a serious health determinant of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and a plethora of other health risks. uh, Obesity is defined by the dictionary as a condition of being grossly fat or overweight. The World Health Organization defines being overweight and obese as abnormal or excessive fat accumulation that presents a risk to health. A body mass, BMI, over 25 is considered overweight. Over 30 is obese. Using myself as an example, with my height compared to my weight, my BMI is 29. So that's not exactly overweight, but that is on the cuff of obesity. I'm sorry, not exactly obese, but on the cuff of it. I do not have um, excessive or abnormal accumulation of fat. My vitals are perfect. I do not have blood high pressure. High, oh my God, I can't even speak. High blood pressure. I can lift weights um, three times my own weight. Uh, I can't anymore because I herniated my disc, but I'm still, I'm still lifting weights. Um, I do cardio three to four times a week. I have a healthy proportion of cardio and weightlifting, and I work out five times a week. I also eat very well, um, but I'm not super strict on myself. I give myself leeway. I allow myself to enjoy myself as well. So all of that is to say, if you have not figured it out by now, the body mass index is complete and utter bullshit. This shit should not be controlling anyone's life honestly it's it blows my mind that people truly use this as a measurement of their health and it's heartbreaking really because it follows no logic it is completely inaccurate and it is outdated yet it's still widely considered an indicator of health we have and this is um this is gonna be a direct reading from my article but 
We as a society are allowing our healthcare providers to categorize us based on a system that was created 200 years ago surrounding a normal man of the 1800s. This is a system that disregards not only other aspects of health, but also ignores science by refusing to acknowledge what is truly in, like included in your weight. Talking about the density of fat, the density of muscle. At this point, it's in our hands to incite change. If we can't, the very least, we need to recognize the reality of BMI and understand how inaccurate it is and understand how toxic that can be to a mindset. I wish I could educate me at 10 to 12 years old on the truth. But honestly, the truth is you can't say bullshit to a 10 year old. And that is all that the BMI is. So that is how I ended my um, article. Um, And I hope you guys learned something. I know today is going to be a shorter one, probably going to be around 20, 25 minutes. But um, yeah, I just hope you guys really learned something. I know I use a lot of strong language in there. Clearly, I have a very <laughs> strong stance, um, in my opinion. Um, those are the facts that I'm laying out to you guys. Um, please, please look into other ways to measure your health. I actually am going to link something very important. Um, uh, my professor that I interviewed earlier, her name's Dr. Enyart Smith. Uh, she was talking about health behavioral changes. She introduced my class to a health risk assessment, and I think it does an incredible job of measuring all different aspects of health. So if you want to know if you're healthy, quote unquote, or leading a healthy lifestyle, I really recommend taking this health assessment. Um, I'll be linking it again in the show notes. Um, Please, please, please lean on a... um, a resource like that rather than on a resource that is 200 years old made by an astronomer guys come on that is bullshit so um anyways thank you guys for listening uh i'm Hayes again and i'm looking forward to next week's episode so thanks for listening to my voice for like 20 minutes <laughs> and that's all